0: Welcome to Spoiler Log, and the link to the past Randomizer podcast. It's its own podcast now, guys. Temp, let me do it. Uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but here we are. So thank you guys for the support. I appreciate all the, the kind words uh, with the the first three episodes that came out, and for the opportunity. And so uh, we're going to kick things off with a newer runner. We have Keebs today. Keebs uh, was someone who caught my eye due to... I mean, honestly, due to hitting the qualifier like God route, it seems, jumping into the top quartile and uh, seeing the improvement from their past. And I thought I'd love to chat with them uh, and see what they did to improve how they were doing the grind uh, and how they play the game. And also just to get to know them a bit. I had never interacted with Keebs before this, and I got to say it was a pleasure to talk to Keebs. Such a great guy. I hope you guys enjoy. So let's lift the rock up, get right on to the portal and get on over to the interview. All right. On today's episode of the Spoiler Log, we have Keebs. Keebs, how are you doing? Hey, Dante, doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So uh, I I have to start with this. This is what I started with everybody. Um, so tell me tell me how you got into uh, this game we play called A Link to the Past Randomizer.
1: Yeah, um, it has always been my favorite game. Um, Super Nintendo. Um, this was this was my favorite game along with Super Mario World uh, and Super Metroid. Basically, those are like the three I would play nonstop. Uh, and then the Game Boy Advance version came out, which uh, I don't know if you played that one. But I used to play <laughs> oh, yeah. that all the time. Um, and then when the Game Boy Player was a thing for GameCube, then I would play it as the is the uh on the gamecube from the Game Boy advance um so i've been i've been playing it forever i've i've played it hundreds of times uh it's always been my second favorite game uh maybe favorite game chrono triggers up there too Um, okay a
0: second favorite i mean i I, we're done here No. (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding um but yeah, I mean, that that's great. Like, Game Boy Advance version, I, I, there's not many people, I think, who come in from that one, especially, you know, after all the hi from Swinging the Sword.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was definitely a good way to, like, continue playing once, you know, Super Nintendo kind of got put on the shelf and you bring out the new consoles and it was like, wow, I get to play my favorite game again and then play it another hundred times uh, on the
0: Game Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, you mentioned the Game Boy, so I have to ask this. Did you, like were you blessed to have friends that you could hook it up and actually do the four swords side on the, the game boy cart and then actually get to play the secret dungeons because I, I, I still to this day have not been able to play those secret dungeons, like for completing four swords. And I want to so bad. Yeah, I have, I have never
1: played uh four swords on that game. Um, Okay. I remember other, other games um, like four swords adventure on GameCube. Uh, right. hooking up both mine and my brother's uh, Game Boy Advance so that I could like play the game and be the, I don't remember what you were with the Game Boy, um,
0: but yeah, be able to like play both sides of it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that I do remember that one, the standalone for GameCube was a lot of fun because you could, you know, like you said, you could just kind of play it yourself if you needed to or add a couple people. Yep. Um, so, so if you, you know, played a lot of Link to the Past, uh, you know, growing up and stuff, uh, Super Nintendo, I'm assuming you have a, a vast gaming history by chance. Is that is that something? Am I right in assuming that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my
1: my whole family is just like indie games in general. Um, so we just grew up playing games, always had, you know, whatever system uh, was out at the time, um, always had Nintendo systems growing up. So I was you know, one of those that if I wanted to play Sega Genesis or something, we'd have to go to a friend's house because we didn't have Sega Genesis. We mm-hmm. had Super Nintendo.
0: <laughs> um, so like, this is a Nintendo family.
1: Yeah, yeah, Nintendo family. Um, so, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing beats you know the uh, Friday night Mario Party with like you know uh, parents, grandma, like everybody playing Mario Party
0: uh, on N64. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine my grandma playing Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a whole lot of fun, though. So, growing up, I mean, did you, did you, or was Zelda, like, one of the mainline things? You mentioned Chrono Trigger, so I'm assuming you experienced that first on the SNES, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Zelda just was, like, always my favorite. I've always been a huge fan of puzzle games, um, and Zelda was really the one that, yeah, there's action, uh, adventure kind of thing, but there's lots of puzzles to solve, uh, and the games were always just, like, really good Um you know, musically and just the way the dungeons are put together, uh, it always checked all the boxes for like what was a fun game for me. Um, so every time a Zelda game comes out, like I always have to get it, always play it. Um, yeah, so it's definitely my my favorite series um, ever. Really looking forward right. to
0: uh, Tears of the Kingdom coming out here. In yeah, like I was about to weeks. ask yeah. if you were looking forward to that or not. I, I'm looking forward to it because. The only problem with me right now is like there's a ton of work, like IRL work I've got to do. And I'm like, <laughs> I need work to chill because I work from home most days. I just want to kind of check out that day and phone it in and play. But I don't know if I'll be able to. We'll see. And you mentioned dungeons being put together very well. Uh, t- tell me tell me this. What is your hot take like very succinctly uh, on uh, the Breath of the Wild dungeons, uh, the, the the four beasts? Do you, did you like them? Did you want them to be longer? Um Look, I like the game overall. Um, I, I think I think
1: the, the Divine Beasts in Breath of the Wild were a little lacking, um, but I really like the shrine aspect and the exploration mm-hmm. of all the shrines and just, like, the different challenges and types of challenges where, like, some are just combat, like, kill this really hard guy. Uh, and some were, like, puzzles or, you know, whatever else you needed to do. Um, I think they probably could have, like... I think they tried to find a medium there, but they probably could have done without yeah. the Divine Beasts like, and just done something different and made you, you know, find pieces probably. of something in shrines
0: or who knows. Yeah, it is one of those things to me where uh, that it's like, I felt like they had a lot of great ideas and then they were like, we're going to stuff all of them into this one game and we don't really <laughs> know how we're going to do it, but it's going to be fun. And it was, I had a great time playing it. I did, I did all the Korok things and that I, oh, yeah, wow. I low-key don't regret that, but I kind of do. But, (laughs) because of the the reward, but, anyway. (laughs) So, besides Link to the Past and, you know, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom Hype, uh, is there any other, like, Zelda game that really stands out to you? Is that something that, you know, is there like a a second favorite Zelda game? Uh,
1: Yeah, Link's Awakening for uh, Game Boy Color, specifically, uh, because the color dungeon you have to have in there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then probably Oracle Seasons. Before I even get into a 3D game, I think I think those three are the right combination of like nostalgia and just the stories, and and I think they were really good. Um, and they stand up over time. Like you could pick that game up today, and I think the remake of Links Awakening kind of shows it, right? Like it's still got viability oh, yeah. today. If you're new to Zelda, you could pick that game up uh, and and have a great time and be like, wow, I want more Zelda.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I still want them to like redo a link between worlds from the 3DS, <laughs> and, or or even link to the past, like on in that style from Link's Awakening on the in 2019. That'd be so great. So this is what piqued my interest uh, with wanting to talk to you. So uh, last year uh, was the first time I really saw your name, and it was in the the main tournament qualifiers, <laughs> uh, and uh, you finished 217th. Out of I forgot how many people entered, but you know, top top 128 make it in with a score of 64.103 and uh went on to the challenge cup. And then this year in 2023, uh Keebs here busts out a 21st place finish in qualifiers with a uh you know top quartile of a 94.430, which is like, okay, someone's been doing some practicing, someone's been improving. And I like to see that. So I wanted I wanted to highlight that a bit. And I wanted to kind of chat a bit, too, about how. So what did you do in this year to do a lot of this improvement? Uh, I know that's a very broad (laughs) question, but like what did did things just work out in your, your favor? Did you grind out a bunch of things as far as like seeds and races?
1: Yeah, um, the short answer is I got good. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, I, there you go. I, I think it all really starts with the main tournament qualifier last year because I, I had some like 40s in there, like as qualifying scores, right? Which if I mm-hmm. looked at today, I'd be like, I need to leave the scene if I got a 40, right? Um, <laughs> those were my first competitive rando races. Um, now, I had played with some friends. We used to like every Monday. We just have like a casual seed. Um, But I had never really done competitive. I never played with the community. I didn't know anybody and was like, all right, I'm going to try my hand. Like I might be good enough and then got completely demolished. And I was like, oh, I actually suck at this game. Uh, So um, it's relatable, I think, for a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So so challenge cup. I'm like, okay, well, let me try my hand. Did did pretty well in groups, made it out, got to top thirty two. Um, So I was like, okay, like I have some potential. There's some really good players out here. Um, If I want to do better next year, which was always the goal, the goal going into this year was just do better than last year. Mm -hmm. But between kind of that time, I was like, I need to practice. I need to get better at just general like movements, boss fights, things like that. Um, So yeah, one getting embedded with like a small community, of rando runners that were at and above my level, um, really helped cause it gave me a benchmark. It gave me people to compete against. Like I got to get better than this person, um, or stay, stay up with this other person who's also learning. Sure. Um, and then the other thing was really play NMG. Um, I actually got into rando after I got into NMG, um, which is the opposite for most people, but I've always wanted to speed run links to okay. the past um, had a terrible time. Um, I think I still had like over 145-ish. Um, so I was like, all right, we're going to get this down. Put some put some times in there. Uh, and just a couple months ago, hit a 129. So um, finally feeling good about some of the execution and that sort of thing. And I think it really like paid out in um, the main tournament qualifiers just to show that you know, you hit the right route, you get a really good score. Sure. There's some luck there. Um, I put up a one Oh five. So like there's obviously some luck there, uh, but I really didn't have bad scores and I kind of lean on that execution bit. Um, routing is, is great and all to, to learn, but once you get the basics down, I think uh, I recommend people really focus on just how do I get from room to room? How do I get through this room as efficiently as possible? Um, you know, have friends watch watch your vods back and and that sort of
0: thing and critique and, and give you give you some crap about like well, I can't believe you did that <laughs> yeah uh, absolutely and then, and then you correct it right
1: absolutely
0: so you mentioned you I was gonna like try to backtrack and say so when did you get into rando but you said you got into the speed run first when when did you start to take an interest in like NMG uh, and then how how did that transition into rando occur for you
1: yeah um. So I knew about Rando, right, well before I even tried to pick up the game. Had been watching main tournament on YouTube. I never really used Twitch before I started streaming. Um, so watched on YouTube every year when the videos would come out and and uh, all that. I remember playing, I got the Super Nintendo Classic, the Mini, uh, which I still use right. today to play. Back in uh, late 2017, I think it came out, right? Um mm-hmm. I remember playing rando once then and it was like version. I know I'm going to get it wrong, but it was like version four. It it was
0: early days, 2017 old days (laughs) for sure.
1: Yeah. So I played one rando seed back then. Didn't even finish it was like, all right, let me put this on the shelf. Um, And then when when covid uh, hit um, that year in April, my condo also flooded so I was oh, no. not, not able to go out. I was in a long-term hotel for three months. <laughs> um, oh, yikes. And I had my Super Nintendo Classic, and I'm just like, what can I do? Like, let's learn how to play this game. Uh, it took me over a month to get, like, a sub-two-hour any-percent time because, like I said, I wasn't even plugged in with the community. I didn't know anything. Right. I was just watching, like, videos and trying to replicate it. And then slowly was like, oh yeah, there's that rando thing. I should try that too. So I started playing probably later in 2020, uh, maybe even 2021. Okay. So it really hasn't been that long. Um, but by the time I started playing rando, I was, like I said, around 145 NMG. Already knew the game, had played it hundreds of times, know where all the chests are. And I think that's one of the the hardest parts about coming into a game because um, I've tried to play other randos. It's just like,
0: I don't know where any of the items are. Right? I know uh, that's the most relatable thing, because when I heard when I heard there was a Minish cat rando, I was like, I don't want to play that. And then I, I even got an item tracker like yeah. I'll go to the green squares. Where the heck is that square? I have no idea. So like that experience yes. was completely ruined for me. Yep. But yeah, having that little bit of knowledge definitely does work out. So when you were uh, watching people trying to replicate them like with NMG, like who, who, I mean, who were you looking up to, I guess, at that time, uh, trying to, to mimic, was it just like, all right, here's the top three people, I'm gonna try and do exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah, honestly, I would watch the world record video. Um, I cannot remember who had it at the time, I, I
0: apologize, but uh, it was probably Ari, right? Um, so, <laughs> so see, um, if it was 2020, it might've been either Zelness or, or Zelna, I think, sorry um zelma or maybe it was eddie uh, one of his many names i i think yeah but it, it might have been i'm i'm not really sure um someone's someone in the podcast channel is gonna correct correct <laughs> me on that so that someone's gonna know around that time yeah but yeah but
1: look up look up you know april may uh 2021 <laughs> or 2020 what like, or, what year was that i don't, I don't even know. know
0: 2020 yeah late 2020 <laughs> So, so you're grinding that out like I actually looked up the times you submitted for for speedrun yeah or was it speedrun.com and you had like a 142 a 139 a 131 and a 129 so uh, there's definite there's definite progression there since you started submitting times um you know the 129 I think is probably you know a huge milestone a lot of people really do want that at sub sub 90 uh it's just I guess kind of coveted because there's a little bit of rng and there's a lot of a lot of skill that goes along with it yeah, for sure. That was that was a huge benchmark
1: for me. Uh, I I grinded for a long time to actually get that. And I know I can push it further. I just at this point, I'm content and I don't want to, like, get a really good time. Like, I'm not trying to push for 125 or something like that. Um, right. So I'm, I'm content with with it for now.
0: Yeah. And that, that's one of the things I think about speedrunning That's so nice is that you can challenge yourself and then at the same time, you know, do what makes you happy. And if grinding is making you happy, by all means, please do it. Like, I think any high-level runner or even low-level runner that's got a grasp on things will tell you that. And then, you know, if it becomes not fun, that's that's a surefire way of saying it's time to move on to something else or either take a break, you know, something along those lines. I do want to point this out. I, you know, speedrun.com, I'm looking at those times. Yep. Uh, you, you do have one world record. I do, I yeah. Yeah, for uh, what is this? Picross NP Volume One Beginner. Can, can you explain what that is to me?
1: <laughs> yeah, so so Picross is um, if you've ever played it, it's like you know the I forget what they what the it's like picture crossword or something, right? Um, mm-hmm. Also known as the nonogram. So you might see it as that that name as well. But basically, like you have to determine where you color in squares, and you know based on the numbers that are in the grid. Um, like I said earlier I really like puzzles. I play games like that right. on my phone on my commute um, like every day. Uh, so I was like I want a world record. Let me find a game that I could reasonably <laughs> get one in. <laughs> and you're low and bold low hanging fruit. No no one else in the category. Yeah I'll, I'll take that. Um, but no
0: one come for it because it's precious to me. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it, I don't care if there's 100 or just one person there. Uh, that's it. You still have it. You, you put the effort in. You put the work in. You deserve it uh, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I was like I saw a world record. I was like, oh, man, I got to click on this. And then I'm like, I've I, I've not had a whole lot of experience with Picross. Uh, I mean, as you can tell, I called it Picross when we started. Yeah. When I asked you about it. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it, it's pretty funny because even though it's like five minutes or something like I, I have a series of images that are saved on my computer that show like which direction to go, when to put like the, the blocks down okay. to like optimize the pathing so that I'm moving the minimal number of squares and like all that all that fun stuff. Um, so I really did put some work into it.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's, op- it's optimization. It's just yeah. like someone studying a route for NMG, I think. So Yeah, for sure. That's that's awesome. So the thing that kind of caught me off guard when I was doing some research about your rando progression, too, is that and I know I'm jumping all over the place here. So bear with me. Uh, I was I was dead sure that you were in one of the mentor tournaments and you weren't. No, no, Uh, I was not. So you came in late. uh, You said late 2020 time frame. Uh, Is that is that kind of when rando started for you as well? And then like. Which I I guess like there's so many sub communities, which communities you kind of fall in and learn like rando from, Uh, I guess is probably a good way to put it. Um, Yeah, so I I really didn't
1: have much of a community at first, uh, and I didn't know about anything outside of like main tournament. Um, So when that became my first entry point and didn't make it by a large margin... Everyone was like, hey, there's such a thing as a Challenge Cup. And I was like, well, that's cool. So I go to Challenge Cup, meet people there who Mm -hmm. are like, hey, we have this other community where we do races and we, you know, do reviews and we, you know, just chat about the game and all that kind of stuff. So I joined them after Mentor Tournament for that year had already uh, been a a thing. I think it had already started or, um, or whatnot. Um, I did know about mentor tournament, but in my head and, you know, this is just <laughs> just me. I, I, I probably could have applied to be a mentee, um, but I was like, mm-hmm. eh, I'm OK at the game. Like, I think this might be for people who are brand new. And I'm like, I've been playing for a while. Like, look, I was in Challenge Cup and I, you know, beat some people. And um, and it turns out the people who were in like, you know, the top. The top like half of mentor tournament probably could have beaten me, <laughs> but I was signed up <laughs> as a mentor, and I'm like, "All right, this game's right. a lot deeper than I think." <laughs> so I fell in um, to uh, what's known as the Rando Playhouse. Uh, a lot of a lot of good folks. Um, that's run mainly by John Snoo, uh, Aaron Snurd, Vextifer. Uh, some other folks that are kind of staples of the community that pulled in a lot of the Mm -hmm. mentees from last year and made a a sub community there. So um, that's been kind of like my rando home. I've, I've branched out here and there um, found some, some other discords, but that's where I'm most active. uh, And that's where you can find me most days just hanging
0: out or uh, playing a seed or critiquing friends. Friends. (laughs) there's there's definitely a lot of you know i'm in that discord there's definitely a lot of you know good runners there uh there's a lot of vast uh information that's kind of at at everyone's disposal if they just want to to take it so i think that's that's awesome when you went into the challenge cup 2022 uh i've noticed you did go on a little bit of a tear there you went five and one in groups which is pretty good i'd say especially against the likes of uh you know Slim Kirby, WinFox, and Zoramil. I hope hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Well, you know Winfox just qualified you know for the Invitational. His team yep. uh, with the Invitational League. So like being able to take some wins there, I think that's that's something to definitely be proud of. Yeah, I think at that time, um, you know, I
1: think like especially Win because I know WinFox uh, That was our first encounter, but we've had others and and we play together sometimes too. Uh, um, right, right. I think we were both kind of maybe uh, at the same level and we've both grown like a ton since then, um, you know, he, him proving, like you said, uh, team being in invitational next year for league. And he made, he qualified for uh, main tournament as well. So, right. so definitely you know, uh, improving leaps and bounds. Uh, and the other, the other runners in the group, they're uh, slim and Zori mill, uh, no slouches uh, at the game either. I, you know, I shocked myself a little bit, uh, but you know, figured, um, I can play, I can, I'll go, I can only play my game. Right. And I can learn from it either way. Right. And, uh, had a great time, uh, in that group. And then, uh, in brackets, got paired up with, uh, captain, um, 1977, I think is his number. I apologize, captain. Um, and another, another great guy, uh, you know, continued to play with, Um, even calm with sometimes so you know the matches i had i think were were pretty even and um, just happened to you know continue to prevail and uh, get through there but i think that experience really helped me kind of like continue to want to get better because like i still and and i hate to say this like you know i go back and watch those challenge cup races for inspiration (laughs) because i watched them today and like wow i sucked (laughs) Like, I'm so glad I got better because you watch like some execution. You're just like, oh, my gosh. Like if somebody if I watch somebody play that today and do that move, I'd be like, no, no. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I, I stumbled upon some of my like cleaning up some hard drives back when I, I was, you know, first getting into the community in 2018. I was like, OK, they said you have to highlight all your VODs and local record. So I'm going to make sure I never delete these in case them like proof called on something. And then here we are at 2023 and I, I found some of those VODs and I was skimming through them and I was like, OK, um, we've definitely come a long way, like not just me, but like the entire community, because what was considered a good play then is like, what are you doing? Right. Um, <laughs> so it can be inspirational for sure. And then after you be captain, I, I see you played against the thing, made it to top 32 and took it to three games, which was, you know, like like we said, Rando, you just have, some, have to have some breaks go your way, and if they don't go your way, it can can be the end of the road.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, got kicked. I remember this distinctly. Uh, get kicked out of the tournament because the one time I don't check Hera basement, that's where the item was.
0: <laughs> I'll never really how it, it works. Down. I mean, you mentioned old races. See, I, I, I mentioned 2018. And the first thing I think of is, man, Bombos tablet really screwed me up in that 2018 tournament multiple times. Yeah. Uh, it, it took me a couple years to get over that uh, <laughs> or at least get over the Bombos tablet. But <laughs> so so let, let's let's continue your rando journey here a bit Um, and, and jump in. Tell me where I'm wrong here. So because I know I'm going to get this wrong. But you finish up with Challenge Cup and then that's when you you said you jumped into the playhouse, uh, you know, bouncing around with all the, the rando toddlers. And uh, did did you did you get into the ladder at all uh, or is that is that not really something you you do? Um,
1: I, I have and do play a ladder. Uh, it's very infrequent. The times do not always line up well with with my work schedule. I'm only available for like a couple hours um, after work on weekdays. So it's really hard because okay. if the race starts at like 6 Eastern, like for for a lot of people, that's really good. For me, I'm like, I don't want to stay up till 8 o'clock because um, <laughs> I get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, OK, so so it's infrequent. Uh, I know my record is pretty bad um, because I use ladder as my opportunity to say, OK, this race really doesn't like count for anything other than my Internet. Kudos. And I'm just going to, like, try different things. I'm going to pull out new routes. I'm going to not necessarily be clown, but, like, do do some interesting routing choices to see what works well, what doesn't work well. And a lot of times it doesn't pay off, but I learn a ton. Uh, and my record mm-hmm. shows that I lose
0: a lot. <laughs> you said you didn't like the clown route, but I I have to, I want to call you on this just a little bit and you can, and you can clap back on me or something if, if you want, but I I won't out who told me this, but I asked one person I know. I said, I said, do you know anything about Keeves? And they said, yeah. And they said, you know, just kind of the way he plays. He, he is a known and proud clown router. And that, that is a direct quote. So that could be anyone. That could be anyone. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, um, I do. I do like to to make some interesting decisions sometimes, um, but I think they're defensible, right? Like in a lot of cases, like I'm sure. not, not going to do like, oh, I'm going to bail on this dungeon and go run and do like the opposite corner of the world. But, um, you know, there was there was a qualifier um, that, you know, I got an item in I got hookshot in in Meyer. And instead of finishing the dungeon, finishing the boss, which was green pendant, uh, I immediately ran back up the mountain to go to hookshot cave because it was isolated. Okay. And I was like, I don't know, like <laughs> if I want to make an interesting I'll decision,
0: one to two minute climb. Right. Like, like for overdoing
1: something. swamp palace, you know, or something like that, that was also a pendant. I'm just like, you know what? Let me go do this off check. There's three things left. Um Mm -hmm.
0: And sure enough, there was go mode. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's that's like the beauty of the game, right? Like the way we we play it is that you have those chances to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So um, you get to 20, you get uh, to later in 2022, you get to later in 2022. And uh, tell me about your league team, which is one goo, one scotch, one B. Because... I'm going to be like to be very open and honest when myself and some other people, and this is something I want to try and improve this upcoming season. Uh, when we do these reveals, there's a lot of team names that I'm reading and I'm reading these player names and I'm not very familiar with them. So uh, tell, tell me some history. How did, how did this team view uh, three uh, get together and where where did that team name come from? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so
1: um, uh, my fellow teammates, uh, deep Friday, 87 and bright. I, um, bright eyed 77 were both mentees in the 2022 mentor tournament. Um, so we're all in the rando playhouse together, um, play together mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, I did not have a team wanted to play in league. So I just posted and they're like, Hey, if anybody wants a teammate, like I'm game. Um, so the two of them had already been looking for a third and they're like, Hey, let's, let's do it. Um, so I was like, yeah. "Sure, like I just want to play. Like, <laughs> let's let's figure it out." Um, they were thrown around song names to be like Zelda themed, right? Um, sure. So we went with one blue goo, one one scotch, one beer uh, as a riff on one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Um, there were several <laughs> others that uh, that we threw out there. Um, my, my contribution to that was, Are you going to be my bow? Um, as are you going to be my oh, girl from good. Jet? Um, yeah, <laughs> which, was second, really which was a close second. Which was a close second. But inevitably, we get asked which one of us is the blue goo and which one's the scotch and which one's the bee. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, chance uh, uh, putting that team together. But we've really bonded, we really play well together. Um, Deep Fried and I, especially, we do a lot of co-op. So we handled basically mm-hmm. almost every co-op um, race of league, and I think we won them all. Oh no, we lost. We lost one um, one co-op race, but overall the team did really well. I think we were one game shy of
0: getting getting playoffs because we were in a pretty stacked group. Um, yeah, you were because uh, you guys finished seven and seven, um, but. Uh, I mean, the one co-op game it looks like you guys lost was against the Long Shots. They ended up making you know, playoffs right. um, by the skin of their teeth like we like to give Temp a hard time about. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, you guys were, were playing really well. And there's I mean, that group was totally stacked. Amish Paradise was a team. I, I remember they were like one of the favorites going in, I think, uh, as far as the Open League goes. And looking back, it's easy to say that. You know, seeing how how well they did perform. So I, I guess is the league like you've only been in season five, like you're like we were saying. But is the league something you really enjoy as far as like the the team aspect versus like the the solitude of racing in like the main tournament or the challenge cup? Or is it just a new fun way to do it for you or to play the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed my team and my teammates. Um, I really enjoyed co-op in general. Um, really stemming from that. Hadn't played too much co-op, but after we, after we did some, I was like, I can get used to this. Like, when's the co-op AD tournament? Like, <laughs> like let's do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it, but, yeah, our team just, like, really vibed well together. And, you know, we're all we're all supporting each other. And we would have, like, little sessions together. Like, hey, let's work on executing mire 2 and let's work on executing this boss and um right so it was it was a really good way for for us to kind of all grow together um really looking forward to what's going to happen you know next year in league um you know two of us have been are are in main tournament um maybe there's a chance we get uh get promoted this year um so so really looking forward to to league um it's not necessarily like for me personally, like a bucket list item to be like, I'm an invitational. I think Maine was more important to me this year. Uh, league is mm-hmm. like fun. Um, I just want to have fun, you know, play with my friends. Um, you know, I don't know if they feel the same way, but <laughs> that's the way I was kind of approaching no, uh, it.
0: I, I think it's a healthy way of looking at it, uh, you know, is trying to have fun. You know, obviously, everybody who's competitive is going to want to play well. I mean, there's there's no denying it. You know, you want to win your races, I, I would assume. But at the same time, you you know, you don't want to put winning so high up on the pedestal that it just ruins, you know, the time you spend together with these folks. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think,
1: you know, from last year, the takeaway was like, even though we lost, what, seven games, right? Like we had three that were really close and they were from each of us. Like I had one bad race mm-hmm. because I missed a check. You know, deep red had one bad race cause he skipped a check and bread had had one bad race. So it was like no one's fault that we didn't make it. Uh, we, we equally contributed like
0: wins and losses. Um, sure. So we just kind of had like a good time. But what you're telling me is if you didn't have that one bad game, you would totally let the other two oh, yeah. hold it. Oh yeah. It. They know okay. it. They know it. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right. That, that's, that's what I was expecting. Um, well, you you teased it. I'm gonna ask, and you could bleed the fifth. But so, who is the one blue goo, the one scotch, and the one B? Like, <laughs> who's, who's who? Um You yeah. said people ask,
1: so I'm gonna ask. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I think it depends on how we're playing. <laughs> I, I like All to right? I like to think that I'm the blue goo. Um, you know, self so, okay. so self
0: proclaimed anchor. Even though I think they'll argue with me. <laughs> So, so you've got the, the blue goo as the support, but you know, if you leave Meyer with a hookshot to go straight to hookshot cave all by itself, then maybe, maybe you're the Scotch, and it just kind of works out, right?
1: <laughs> maybe, yeah. I was gonna say Bright Eyes the Scotch, you know. I, I, I think he's uh, okay. kind of mellow and you know just having a good time. And then Deep Fried's the bee because he just he just lets it go and uh, you know hopes he hopes Whatever he, happens, hopes he does something good with releasing the bee,
0: I guess. <laughs> It, I've only seen like one or two things ever good come from releasing a bee, and it's usually a mini Moldorm cave. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. I, I always I, I tense up every time I see a bee released against Mothula, just because I know it's probably about to happen. Someone's gonna die. So, um, you you get out of league, and of course, here we are now, kind of like main tournament time, 2023, and async systems starting up. Uh, what were your thoughts like coming in? Did you have any? I mean, obviously you said you had the goal of wanting to make the main tournament. Uh, besides that, did was it just get in? Like, that's the goal. Uh, did you have any concerns about the modes? Did you, you know, you could speak freely here. Like, you know, you don't have to, I don't want you to trash anybody directly unless you just really want to. Uh, <laughs> but like, if there's, you know, if there's something you did or didn't like, I, I'm actually curious as to what, what that would be. Yeah, I mean,
1: being newer to the community. I think gives me a different perspective than a lot of people who've been around for a while. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the async um, aspect. I don't, I don't mind playing in the huge races, but they don't always work for me uh, timing wise as I, as I previously mentioned. So I like the ability to just kind of play on my own terms and do it when I can. Uh, Mode wise, I think it's, it's a good representation of the different styles of play I think we could probably tweak some things like, you know, do you have a starting item for Inverosia, like, you know, influ keys last year or something like that. Um, sure. But, you know, Open Heart is probably going to be a staple. Um, I like AD keys in general. I like more kind of full clear modes. We could probably do away with MC Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
0: just Boss. Boss like, is <laughs> so, yeah, it's so uh, polarizing. Either I hear people say I love it or this is the worst mode like yeah. I, there's some i mean i know at least one person who was doing really well in qualifiers and then they got to mcbalsam like forfeited and said i'm not joining the <laughs> tournament like they were just they were out at that point <laughs> they didn't care
1: yeah I, um, I think lowest on the list for me though and and i know i'm gonna get some flag over this is standard boots uh let's just play casual boots
0: like <laughs> just give me the sword i mean you're probably not wrong because uh, when I read standard boots, I, I initially thought casual boots. And I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't casual boots. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't, I you know, I can't item dash with the cane. I guess I could, but it's not going to be the same, you know. or, or but. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, you mentioned loving 80 keys. Yes. Uh, this was something else I was told about you, is that you have a preset called sad keys. <laughs> Yes, uh, can, yes. Can you tell tell me tell me about sad keys and how this came to be?
1: <laughs> have you ever wanted to play AD keys but you didn't want to find the keys? Um, well, you can you can play sad keys where you just start with all the keys,
0: <laughs> but it's still AD. So you just have to find all the items. Yes. You start with all the keys in your inventory.
1: Yes, except for those that are dropped or under pots, right? Because I, I I couldn't figure out how to do that uh, in the in the YAML sure. file. But yes, you have all of the small and big keys that are normally found in chests, and it's basically just all dungeons from that point. Uh, and all the filler stuff is just
0: five rupees. It's just open It's open all dungeons is what it is with less, <laughs> more <laughs> opportunity to open chests and hope it's the item. <laughs> yes, but
1: because you're just finding five rupees over and over, it's it makes you very sad. <laughs> so, sad keys. <laughs>
0: So so, how did you come up with this? What was the what was the fuel behind it? Oh, was there or was it just I've got this really great idea, great in air quotes, and then and then it it becomes a thing. Yeah, yeah, great idea in air quotes.
1: Um, Yeah, it's it's actually been one of those like like mental like this would be funny kind of modes. I have a couple other ones for for avian art for next year. Um, but, uh, oh, and, then, and then we were talking about it in discord. So then people were like, haha, that's funny. So I was like, all right, I got to make the preset now. <laughs> yes. My, my other fantastic idea is, um, a mode where you start with boots. That's the only starting. item. You just start with boots, but there are, there are, uh, there's one boots still in the pool
0: that takes away your boots. <laughs> okay. I, I would hate that. I think everybody would do that. So, is, so how did? What happens if you don't do the torch items? So you just no, you no, just no. So, so you just, have to
1: guarantee that there's nothing on like bonk checks, right? Um, but okay. yeah, you just lose
0: your boots. <laughs> that, all right, this is this is cruel and unusual <laughs> punishment. I think. Uh, I, I've actually never never have heard of something so maniacal uh, and evil, but. Uh, I'm I'm wow I'm gonna have to see something about that oh
1: and it would be it would be so terrible because like they're probably going to be in a spot where you can't save scum
0: (laughs) yeah like you just can't you can never predict it it's like it's that's the mode where you save and quit after like any time you get progression I think exactly it's like I just did mini moldorm and got two items uh do I check ice rod cave or do I save and quit (laughs) like (laughs) what do I do so, you're in the middle, you know, we're recording this in the middle of groups for 2023. Uh, you're experiencing the modes we were, we were just kind of talking about. You said, uh, before we started recording, what we, we mentioned this, but I, I did want to get it here. So, right now, you've done how many games? I've played one match so far, uh, and that was against okay.
1: Maximum Barnage, and I was able to win that. Um, that was an invrosia match, where I learned a ton about Invrosia because... Um, Moon pearl was on the in, on the wait. Smith.
0: <laughs> okay, I was about to say, did you learn because of inverted, or did you learn because of the invrosia or the vrosia part? Because that's usually the part that gets a lot of newer players. That item guaranteed on the boss deal. Um, dude, that moon pearl can literally be anywhere in inverted,
1: right? Yeah, there are there are a lot of places. Um, I've had it in Meyer Big Chest, um, where the Meyer Big He was in Pod, and you know you have to bunny walk all the way down to Desert and. Um, but yeah, I, this was the first time I'd ever seen it on Smith. Did not know that you can't save and quit with the Smith. So there's a there's probably several clips because both Barnage and I did the exact same thing: picked up the Smith, saved and quit, and then got super sad. And you can see like both of us when we do it, respectively. You go to you start at the house, and then you're like you move, and you're like, "Where's the Smith? Where'd he go?" And there's like this pause, yeah.
0: and you're just like, "Uh." Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Inverted uh, is something It's probably the best way to put it. Uh, you know, so let, let me ask you this about Invrosia. W- were you blessed with the qualifier seed in Invrosia where uh, the, what was it? Hookshot was on Mushroom. Did you get? I heard that was some legendary one, but was that one mm-hmm. you you got? I don't. Or was yours kind of tame? My
1: mine was kind of tame. Yeah, I, I don't remember the details, which probably means it
0: wasn't the out you know standout one. <laughs> Gotcha. I had to I had to ask, uh, mainly because that one has been kind of infamous with a lot of folks. Either they nailed it or they just completely botched it like it was like not a whole lot of in between, I think. Right. I mean, you said you want to know right now. That's that's pretty awesome. I think you're completely undefeated. And that's that's how we're going to leave your your main tournament experience, at least for now. (laughs) Uh, Keep 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 that train rolling. Not only did we go from out of the tournament last year to top quartile, but we're completely undefeated. Exactly. Um, Yep. So I have I have faith in you. I'm I'm hoping you're going to be able to, you know, keep that keep that rolling.
1: Yeah, I I really hope so. I mean, you know, as much as I want to make it uh, to brackets, I'm not going to be disappointed if I don't. Um, I did not to (laughs) win. I was very scared. And I'm surprised you don't have this on your notes. uh, Very scared of being the first first quartile person in history to go. 0 and six. But luckily, I will not be that guy.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you're not. I mean, I didn't know. I hadn't really thought about it because the when in 2021 that was the last main tournament I got to play in, and the groups were different. So it was you know uh, like a double elim pod. So if you went four and zero, you didn't have to play the other two matches. So you didn't have to round robin everybody twice. So uh, you know last year was the first time somebody could have gone zero and six, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't sweat it too much because here's <laughs> the deal, and you know this as well as I do and everybody listening. Rando is going to be Rando some days. And just because someone's like the one seed does not mean they're going to be, you know, the person who comes out on top. There's so many factors that come into play besides execution and item placement. So I I got a few questions I like to ask folks. And I have kind of added one now that we've got now that we've got our own house here at the spoiler log uh, to, to house things. I figure I can add a couple more and get some people's opinions. So I, I've asked this before and you don't have to think too hard on it, but what's your most embarrassing moment in rando? And it can be, it can be super lighthearted. It can, be, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, too, too, too serious. Like if you got really upset by something, you don't have to admit that, but like, uh, you know, what's something you look back on and it kind of makes you think, man, that was, that was something besides, I guess maybe besides those challenge cup races. That yeah. You <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, you know, the immediate thing that comes to mind was in that same Ambrosia race, um I also got myself locked as a bunny in t r jail, which is pretty embarrassing oh, no. when you do it on speed gaming right uh and you're they're all like you know first quartile runner, and then you just like do the dumbest thing po- you know possible in the game <laughs> um yeah you know i've had uh man most embarrassing that's that's tough i've I've had several instances. I think I was. I think it was an open weekly, maybe on speed gaming, uh, or something like that. I could not figure out what to do and had to pull up my map tracker. Uh, I don't play with a map tracker, so okay. I open. Uh, I use Emo Tracker, right? So I have the the key layout, and then I'm like, all right, let me switch it to map. But I wasn't watching my stream, so on my stream, the map takes up the entire stream. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, you know, on live on speed <laughs> and the, the commentators are just like, well, <laughs> looks he's like, lost. looks like he's might be a little lost. <laughs> so that one's, oh, that one's man. the most publicly embarrassing. Yeah. And I did rage quit one ladder race because I kept dying in like dumb overworld. And I was just like, this is not my day. And
0: just shut it off. <laughs> Some days are like that. Yeah. Some days are like that. No, I, I will tell you, uh, you're definitely not the only person to ever switch tracker modes in the middle of a race trying to figure out something. You know, I, I saw at least two people do it in the main tournament last year with the inverted mode. It was like, where the heck is the stupid moon pearl? <laughs> I think one of those races, it turned out to be on like Bombo's tablet or something, you know. Yeah. But, uh, man, so uh, uh, that's not, I don't think it's too embarrassing. You see, you, you got to laugh about that, I think. So That that that's good. That's good. What is uh, what's your favorite MSU pack to use, or, or do you have one? I, I can't use MSUs. I have
1: a I play on oh. the uh, Nintendo yeah, mini you did plastic. Say that. Yeah, and there's not support for for MSUs. Though I hear a lot of really great MSUs um, just play or just calmed uh, a race yesterday, and I think it was Magnet Hands was using Mega mm-hmm. Man Battle Network. That's like one of my, okay. that's probably like my second favorite game series that if I could play with an MSU, it would be that one because um, the, the music in that game is just
0: too good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I do enjoy that one. And uh, this is this is a new question. So I get to use this one on you for the first time. <laughs> uh, and I, I think this is something that I was trying to think of myself the other day for me. And I think it's kind of a good prompt. Maybe maybe it'll make you think maybe it'll be something something good. But if your entire gaming history, like your memory of gaming, had to be erased, but you could keep one memory, what would it be? Because I know a lot of us, gaming means a whole lot to us, and there's different things people do in gaming all the time. So everybody's got that one thing that's like, I'm really proud that I did X and you know that so i guess if you got had to lose all those gaming memories but you got to keep one (laughs) can you think of one that really stands out as like your proudest achievement um so so gaming memories in general or something that like i've accomplished it it could be something you accomplished that you were super proud of it could just be a memory that like man this experience was something that i wouldn't trade the world for it could be (laughs) any memory you want it to be it could just be I watched my brother or sister play this game and it put a huge smile on my face. And that was the best thing that ever happened to yeah. me.
1: So, so, so I'll give you two, um, because okay. I can't follow the rules very well. So, so I think, uh, okay, that's fine. I think like making main tournament, right. is just like my, my best achievement gaming wise, um, especially being quartile one, like I, I'll probably never do that good again. <laughs> um, maybe you never know, but like, that's a pretty high bar for me to, for, to, to reach for next year. Um, so I wouldn't trade that memory. Um, I think in general, something gaming related, um, as I mentioned, grow grew up with, uh, you know, my whole family play games and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, one of my favorite memories is, uh, you know, Christmas morning, um, this had to be 99, 2000, um, ocarina of time came out so i don't know i can't remember exactly which year that that actually came it was out. either
0: 98 or 99 I'm, I'm, I'm a little hazy on that myself but i know it was one of those two
1: so so whatever year whatever year that was right um actually i probably have it's probably earlier than that isn't it because n64 came out in 96 so anyway just just imagine i got the year correct um all right perfect my, my brother and i right we get we get our our presents and um we already had a n64 um, so we get the game like Ocarina of Time like it's cool let's let's plug it in let's play and there's already a save file on the game from my parents who every night after okay. we go to bed had been staying up unwrapping the game <laughs> playing the game until like midnight <laughs> putting it back That's rewrapping awesome. it <laughs> so they were like halfway done with the game before we even got it um and that's, that's, oh that's just God. like one of those family memories, gaming memories that uh,
0: will, will always live in my heart there. Oh, that that's so wholesome. I love that. I love that so much. Dang. I, I, <laughs> again, I couldn't even imagine my family being like, all right, we, or some of my family at least being like, all right, we're going to unwrap the present just to play it and then rewrap it. Uh, that's, a, that's a, you got to admit, that is a lot of effort. It is, yeah. Just to... Just to, well, I mean, it kind of speaks volumes of the game, too. It's that good that we're going to unwrap, rewrap, unwrap, rewrap. <laughs> did, did you guys ever notice that maybe the paper changed, the pattern changed? Not, like, a, not like, at the, all, not at all. Not at all? <laughs> too young, maybe? Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's awesome. Those are, that's a great answer, by the way. I, You know, I, I totally understand being super proud of making the main tournament, because... There's so many things out of your control. The other, w- the way people play, the way you play, is in your control. Your decisions are in your control. The item placement, definitely not in your control. And it's just kind of a, here we are. We're going to give it a shot and just do our best. And I mean, hey, you you you've shown that you've got that potential. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what you have like in the future. Uh, you mentioned league season six. I'm assuming you guys, the three of you, are going to be coming back and partaking, seeing. I can't, we haven't even started planning as admins. I'm going to speak as an admin for a minute. I don't know if I could send you an invite because I don't know who's (laughs) entering uh, for invitational. But if not, I'm hoping if if you guys are in open, I'm hoping you guys can maybe take one of those coveted top four spots.
1: Yeah, hopefully. We haven't actually talked as a team yet to make sure that we're we're still playing, but um, I'll definitely be there. So uh, just got to look to the other two to take their places as the scotch and the bee. There you go.
0: Uh so uh besides your Twitch channel is there anything anything you want to plug anything you want to shout out before we wrap things up Um
1: not really I'm really bad at social media and all of that fun stuff so yeah I'm just on Twitch at uh, keebs gaming and um you know really just been playing a lot of rando but uh, outside of rando I play a lot of just retro games um had been trying to before I picked up rando on stream um, for a year, basically had been playing um, the North America library of Super Nintendo um, releases. There's like 715 of them. And I've gotten to about 100. Um, so eventually I'll pick that back wow. up. So if you just like retro games in general, yeah, stop by.
0: Yeah, I, well, I stopped by your channel one day and I saw you were playing... Uh, which, which ROM hack was this one? Uh, it, I, it was linked to the past. Yeah, but yeah I was playing ROM um, was Parallel this? Worlds. That one and
1: i yeah. was struggling
0: um that's a hard rom hack I, I watching i've watched a few speed runs of that and that is a hard speed run to watch like it doesn't even look fun <laughs> i mean to, for lack of better phrasing it does not look fun to to, to try and speed run that so uh i, I hope i hope you can get through that uh sooner than later for your sake baby. thank you <laughs> um so i'm gonna ask this too this since you brought it up that out of the hundred or so games, not counting Chrono Trigger, not counting Link to the Past, sure. What's what's been your favorite uh, game that you've had the chance to play in that library so far? Any any outliers that are like hidden gems that maybe people, you know, don't know too much about?
1: There there have been several. You're gonna put me on the spot, and I have to think about it. Um, this this was actually the first time I played through Super Mario RPG. Um, oh, so okay. If you've never played that, highly recommend it. Um, Very good game. There, there have been a lot of questionable games, I think is, is a good way to put it. Um, but you could say bad. You yeah, could say yeah, they're bad. bad. I, I think when you when you get to the point where game design and I'm using quotes because no one can see me uh, other than Dante. game design <laughs> the pinnacle of game design is let's just make the entire room dark and there's an invisible maze you have to follow. And the only way to advance in said maze is to walk one step, place a thing, and if it falls through the floor, you know now you have to place one to the right or to the left, uh, and figure out how to get through this this entire floor of a dark maze. And if you fall, you have to restart because you fall down a floor. Um, it was the most frustrating moment of her you know gaming experience of my life
0: i think that was in so you're Brandish. talking about aga tower without the lamp Uh worse worse um oh, yeah, oh, yeah worse. much worse yeah, imagine going that down room story.
1: imagine that room um the this, this second kind of maze dark room with no with no railing um but like 25 times bigger and you know you're moving one tile at a time. <laughs> I, wow. I, think it, so it was, I think it was in Brandish, but I, I can't recall. It might have been that or um, Brandish Okay, or uh,
0: Brain Lord. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you've got to satisfy my curiosity as to what game to never touch. Yeah. Uh, in, in the Super Nintendo library, but I don't think I'm going to be wanting to do that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, the, um, the the RPGs have been hit and miss, but there's a lot of really good games.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of really good. Yeah, names. for sure. Well, Keeps, I wanna I wanna say thanks for coming aboard, man. Um, this has been this has been fun. I hope it was fun for you. I had a great time learning about like your journey and in, in Rando and like your your passion for gaming. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's been a blast. Thanks for having me. Well, this has been Keeps on the Spoiler Lob. Big thanks to Keeps again for coming on. It was a great pleasure to talk the game and his gaming experience and his life story with him. I do greatly appreciate him just being able to come in and be so open with somebody he's never really interacted with until now. So what we plan here or what I plan here is I don't know if you guys want to know who's coming up if I have someone lined up. So right now I'll say and we'll keep it on par with the rest. I've got someone lined up for episode five. We have to record It may not be next week. It may not be two weeks. We'll see. However, thank you guys for subscribing to the feed. And let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys want to maybe get a teaser of who's coming. Or would you rather it be a mystery and just be surprised when there's a new episode that shows up. I'm okay doing either one. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So uh, good luck to everybody who's still in tournaments. And uh, we'll see you guys real soon.